jump on and with politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. It's another Brad and Brit cast. We're glad you're with us here, uh, live in the one thirty hour on Wednesday. And uh, you know what I was doing before we started, Brit? What was that? I was uh, I was looking up some of the old attention white people pamphlets that used to go around before elections in what, North Carolina. Okay, and 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 we'll get to the fact that Donald Trump's biggest problem is that white people have started to leave Donald Trump in in droves all across the board. But but I was looking at this pamphlet from 1950. And uh, in 1950, a young Jesse Helms met a guy named Tom Ellis, and they worked together on a campaign for a guy running for Senate uh, named Willis Smith. And they put together a pamphlet that said in giant letters, wake up, white people, before it's too late. You may not have another chance. Do you want Negroes working beside you? Your wife, your daughters. Do you want Negroes eating beside you in public eating places? Wow. Now, now we're only, um, well, I guess 70 years from well, take that. It, take it all the way. Do you want them pissing you want, beside you? See, you? Well, you want to see what else it said here? Let's uh. see. Do you want Negroes teaching and um, disciplining your children in school? Do you want Negroes sitting with you and your family at all public meetings? <laughs> oh, do, you want, do you want Negroes taking a dump next to you in a public restroom? Uh, you, you, you didn't read my mind, but I was looking at, here's what it actually says. It says, do you want Negroes using your toilet facilities? So, oh, wow. Uh, so, so Frank Graham favors mingling of the races. That was the opponent, Frank. Franklin Graham. Porter Graham. Yeah, exactly. And so if you favor this, you want some more of it. If you do vote for Frank Graham, if you don't vote for Willis Smith for Senator signed Jesse Helms, Jesse Helms. there it is. So now uh, the, the real question is, are states like North Carolina and Georgia completely past that? Or do we just think that we can wall off the people who still may have that running around in them? And uh, the rest of us have moved past it. And therefore, Joe Biden may win North Carolina. Joe Biden may win Georgia, or at least it was very smart of him to go to Georgia um, on on Tuesday. Oh, no, Joe, Donald Trump could win North Carolina. I mean, I resigned myself to that. And it could be because he, of bull, he could win Georgia. Just, too. He, could he could obviously win Georgia, too. Well, particularly if they try to suppress the vote like they did in that, in that election a couple of years ago for governor. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. that could happen for sure. Right, right. But the, the tricks that you just talked about exactly are part of the reason. And those leaflets that are going to be going out about, hey, black people, if there's a warrant on you, you can't vote on, you know, it's right. going to go in black neighborhoods. And uh, if, you, if you're two months behind on your light bill, you can't vote and all this other right. shit that they do all, all right. the time. Assuming, assuming, and this is for the sake of the discussion, because I know every time I do this, you'll go, you're fucking wrong. They still <laughs> assuming for the sake of the discussion that most people don't fall for that. OK, okay? They, I'll assume that, that, that doesn't win elections. Usually it, it it it's just it's a it's a great discussion point, but it. There's no evidence that, that that actually works right now. And they still keep doing it somehow. And they still keep doing it, but it, it, it doesn't matter. Mm. Um, 
there was a piece that that, that that came out yesterday afternoon after we got done. The uh, the folks at Time Inc. Uh, put it out, and uh, the title was "College Educated Women Are Fleeing Donald Trump." It could right. cost him North Carolina. That's right. And they talk about the suburbs around Raleigh and the suburbs around Charlotte, and I guess you could say the the, the ones where where we are in the, in the triad, but we're just too pathetic of a, we're the third market. Nobody third talks largest, about us. We're the Rochester of North Carolina. <laughs> just don't give a shit about us. But <laughs> we, we want to be there with the big boys. We want to sit at the big boy table. So never, never so seem we, to make it there though. Do we, right. We, we, we count that too. The, uh, the, the lead that, that, that Trump had among white people has just eroded across the country. It's eroded here. Not quite so much, but with women, it's just beyond belief. It's beyond yeah. belief how much yeah. he's lost. And with well, this is why he's, been, women, he's yeah. been crying, you know, on the campaign. So suburban women, please like me. Right. Remember, he's, he's been doing that like at several stops. <laughs> it, and very it, soon it might be white people. Please like me. <laughs> you don't know. Um, well, you know, he actually does say that. He doesn't say it quite <laughs> so explicitly. Well, I mean, you know, we save suburbia. That's like, do you want black people living next to you in that's your right. nice suburbs? I mean, that's that's essentially what that is, right? You know what's stunning? And this is just like the pamphlets. Um, there's, there's no evidence, particularly in the modern era, that that, that kind of crap works. No. And I think there's even less evidence that Donald Trump can run around and say suburban women like me, that that's going to make them like him. No, um, but it, it, it's so condescendingly stupid. And you pair that up with I'm going to get your husband's job back for you. What is you like? That? Do you like that one? What, what, what? Mad, what kind of Mad Men 1955 shit is that? Right. <laughs> I don't right. understand. Right. But but with co- this is believe with college educated women, Trump lost that one only by six points to Hillary Clinton. OK. Right. Do you know what the uh, number is? He is now down in that category to Joe Biden. He was down six to Hillary in the I'll, year of the woman. What do you I'll think he is now? I'll say it's a 32 gap, a gap of 32. Nice try. It's 37. Oh, Jesus, really good. All right. Good. Um, and, and I, I, have, I was wrong. Right. So you, 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 now it's not quite so stark in North Carolina, but it's still way up for for Trump, uh, for for Joe Biden over Hillary Clinton. And the number of Hispanics grows in North Carolina really, really fast. And uh, Charlotte and Raleigh, two of the fastest in the country. We probably are, no. too. That's Hispanics why in North that's, Carolina. That's why, Hang on, I got. Let me finish it. That we know that because the radio station we worked at fired our ass, changed formats, and went Spanish. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I stepped on. I apologize for stepping on that. Right. It's okay. It's all right. It's okay. It's just that that had to be a complete thought there. There was no, couldn't be a break in there. Okay. We we know that. Yeah. I'm just scared that the Hispanics here are going to be like the Hispanics in some other places. We're like, I don't know. We kind of like this Trump guy because you know that's happening in certain places, and I. I don't, I don't, I don't, in Texas, yeah. for example, the Hispanics who should hate Donald Trump a lot more apparently don't hate him as much as they should. You know, it's well, very odd. I, I think that's not quite as true as it's being portrayed to be true. Okay. I think, I think that's a, that's a Fox meme because what All they right. do is they go out and find the, the uh, Hispanic Republican leader of Harris County, put him on, 
And then he goes, yeah, we love Donald Trump. He's for entrepreneurship. He understands capitalism. And we're a hardworking people. And they find a guy like that, and they try to make you think that, oh, boy, uh, the natural inclination of Hispanics to be a Democratic coal. Boy, that's not true anymore. Donald Trump is so smart. And it's not true. It's not. I've seen some polling numbers that it's like closer, way closer than you would think it would be. And also, you know what? You know, Florida is also like you've been wringing your hands about that for a while. Yeah. About the Hispanic support of Florida, which should be 90 to 90 to 10 in favor of Biden. And it's not. But, you know, it, it may end up on Election Day that they end up having a lot more support. Uh, and maybe having a lot more support for Joe Biden as far as Hispanic go- vote goes than is right. being portrayed now. I don't know. Right. I and, and we'll see what happens with early voting. Now, since I had to answer your question, you have to answer mine. What the hell's going on with the stock market? Because things are taking a shit over the past couple of days. And That's is it easy. just I, what, what's happening? Um, you ready? Yeah. COVID, COVID, COVID. Okay. It's the beginning and the end of it. COVID, COVID, COVID. There's going to be. There is a point of no return where uh, you can look at other numbers, but when the uh, COVID numbers start to explode all over the country and you see the city of Chicago shut down restaurants again, Mm -hmm. for the most part, uh, you got to think that if it's happening in Chicago, it ain't the last and only city that that's going to happen in. And that turns us going backwards towards uh, more lockdowns and and more restrictions, which don't even have to be ordered by the government because hardly anybody's going to restaurants now. It doesn't matter whether if you drive by on a main street, a uh, an Applebee's or what? Well, okay, nobody ever goes to Applebee's. Exactly. That doesn't count. Right. Try again. TGI Friday. Well, nobody ever goes to TGI Nobody Friday. goes there. All yeah. right. Actually, no, no, no. But, but you, you know what I'm saying? Just because you see some restaurants have patrons – they're they're all they're all dying. They're all dying. It's just that the big chains have the ability, at least for now, to to uh, weather this storm financially, and and uh, all the individual owners are falling by the wayside. But if we go another six months to a year like this, I guarantee you there will be large restaurant companies that throw in the you know. It, it, it can't be sustained. Anyway, that's the explanation for the stock market today. And as someone who has an interest in that a lot, um, uh, today is one of those very painful days. But I'm remaining consistent. I've said it for four years. Mm-hmm. I give up every bit of game. If it helped seal the deal against Donald Trump, and I have to tell you, if there's going to be a swoon, what a beautiful week for it to happen because that just takes another one of the little arrows out of his quiver of bullshit, which is, you ready? Here it is. And I'm frankly sick of everyone imitating Trump when they, I'm sick of Stephen. I'm, but I'm you sick can't, of all, you can't but, not. <laughs> but you have to do it. But here it is. Ready? Take a look at your 401ks. If Biden gets in, they're going to zero. I have news for you. People who have waited to vote, all right, and have thought, well, but at least I'm doing better in my stock market. I'm doing better in my savings. I'm doing better in my investment. If there, if if we get a a a several thousand point correction this week, right before the election, 
they will walk into that booth and they will think twice. And that will be another reason. That'll be another off ramp from Trumpism for people who will realize, because if you're sophisticated enough to have money in the market and know what you're doing at any level, you you realize that, that Donald Trump is the bullshit artist of bullshit artists. And, and many of the gains that you have uh, enjoyed the last four years are based on bullshit. Mm-hmm. They are. They're, they're bullshit. Well, let and, me read you. Uh, let me read you, so Charlie Gasparino. Yeah. Let me read you, Charlie Gasparino's take because this is going to come up a lot. He's on Fox Business now. I, he used to be our friend on CNBC. Can I, before before you start, can I just yeah. can I just uh, uh, um, say that if anybody out there is thinking that this is a conspiracy against Donald Trump this week, well, that, Trump is that that that, that big stock. Is is trying to hurt right, him this right. week? Big business um, hates Donald Trump. That's exactly right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Go ahead. Uh, also, uh, let me see. Also, underlying the market volatility of recent days is the reemergence of the trade, and the trade is that Joe Biden is slipping the polls, and the chances are increasingly dramatic that a contested election will roll royal stocks. Hedge fund trader and hedge fund traders say that to Fox Business. This trade disappeared about a month ago when Biden seemed poised to win easily over Donald Trump. And contested election fears waned, but battleground states are tightening and it's back. Combine this with an uptick in COVID and you have what you are now seeing in stocks. He's saying COVID is part of it, but he's saying the tightening in the polls and the possibility that we may not have a winner on November the 3rd and a drawn out election. That's why you're seeing the the stock market take a giant shit, Brad. Uh, If the COVID numbers had remained constant down at at uh, 30,000 a day instead of 80,000 a day, I don't think we'd be having this discussion today. The market wouldn't have moved. And everyone has thought for for months, I don't think this is a new thing, that there's going to be a contested election. Donald Trump has said there is going to be a contested election, unless I win, then it's fair. He has said that for four years. He said it before the last election, and he fucking won that one. The so polls look good, and it did appear to be a blowout. The word landslide is being thrown about. And but it, he, he's going like, to contest it even if it's a landslide by Biden. He's even if he loses answer. Texas, Arizona, yes. and Georgia, and North yes. Carolina, and Florida? Yes. Yes. That'll be cute. That'll be, that'll yes. be extremely cute. Can the Is the Trump campaign going to make the argument to a bunch of morons, because people who are with any education at all will not buy this, that the market is now scared and you're seeing what the market is doing in a joke. They're afraid that Joe Biden's going to be president. No. And you're seeing that you're seeing the Wall Street types scared shitless because they are afraid of a Biden Harris ticket winning and going to the White House. Well, uh, that never makes made sense, even if someone thought it and even if Donald Trump thought to tweet it, because the the minute that uh, Joe Biden becomes president, there will be a lot more money dumped into the economy. Because assuming that that, uh, Joe Biden uh, is the president and there's a Democratic Senate, they're going to open up the spigot and the spending is going to continue. And uh, uh, people will be made more whole or more whole than they are now and be able to continue on and maybe into the spring and in the summer, we do have a viable um, vaccine for the coronavirus, and there can be some semblance of normalcy. And the uh, L.A. Dodgers can play a game without a fucking moron infecting the entire team. Can we talk about that? That's ridiculous. This has to be. This has to be 
possibly the stupidest thing in the history of sports. This is worse than Merkel's boner. This is this <laughs> is worse. Boner, this is worse. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Polo grounds for a thousand, Alex. But not, was that 1920? It was. It was like way before, like your parents had never met. I think they were your parents they were, were children. Born. They, they weren't born. born. So 1920. Like, they weren't born. They were born oh in 27. God. Oh, Jesus Christ. If you don't know what that is, just, just uh, Google that and it'll come up as, as a whole Wikipedia thing. It's a great, and it's not a, it's not the, it's a, not a silent porn tape. Merkel's boner from 1920. No, it's not. Okay. That's not what it is. Justin Turner was the guy, and they pulled it from the World Series. But when they won the World Series, he stormed the field, jumped around, and celebrated and hugged with his teammates. Now, now, don't they have to quarantine all of them for fourteen days? Well, after the or, break, are they are they going by the uh, the Mike Pence rule, which is I don't give a shit. I'm an essential worker. Yeah. Fuck you guys. I'm going out. <laughs> That's the Mike Pence rule. Jesus will save me, and he'll save all of you. So pray harder. No, I, I, I they have to have the parade. So I don't know if they can COVID him or, or you know keep him going for the parade or whatever. I'm, I'm not really sure about all that uh i i personally feel when it comes back to the stock market and what we were talking about that i, I think the stock market had already bet on joe biden winning selection and i think that's you were seeing that being traded and they were perfectly okay with it i, I think that's been in the in the works for at least a month now when it comes to the wall street well, trades and stuff like that i do i do agree that a a definite decision some certainty is more important than which guy wins Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you can provide a, a stable environment and not have civil unrest and not have cities burning and, and, and people protesting for weeks and months all over the country over uh, the cheating and the uh, obnoxious use of, of lawyers in every state to try to overturn and stop the count. I mean, you can really see the setup and Trump telegraphs this and, and uh, this isn't the beautiful thing about him. It's the dictatorial thing about him, where he's said in the last few days that there damn well better be a decision by 11 o'clock on election night, which, you know, th- th- there's there's 25 things disgusting about that. And number one, which is, wait a minute, most of the elections in our life have not been decided by 11 o'clock at night on election night. What the hell makes you think now that with all of the things that are going on, there's going to be one. So he's, he's setting a predicate right now, right now. And he's setting the, the table for trying to stop the count. And he's trying to set the table for not only stopping the count overall on November 4th, the next day, he's definitely trying to stop, uh, the states individually, you've seen it. They got the ruling in their favor in Wisconsin that uh, mail-in ballots that arrive after election day, but maybe postmarked before, they're going to get tossed out in Wisconsin. They don't count if they leading arrive, to this uh, leading to this particular quote, this uh, tweet from Eric Holder the former attorney general of the United States, given the Supreme Court rulings on mail ballots and Trump's effort to undermine the Postal Service, I strongly suggest you now vote in person. That is, if you have a mail right. ballot, Everybody's you have, we are less than a week away from Election Day. Yeah. If you waited until now to put it into a, a mailbox, don't do that. And you need to vote in person or find a drop box. He's talking about the drop boxes. 
Protect your health, but don't let anyone deprive you of your most precious right. Have a plan. And, of course, we would remind you that early voting is in place in North Carolina now through Saturday. So you still have chances to vote in person early in North Carolina through Saturday. Otherwise, you need to make a plan to be out there very early on Election Day, as early as you possibly can. Right. I mean, so many people have heeded that advice early and either voted early or, or sent it in very early. And, you know, we're t- a couple months ago, we were saying, well, wait a minute. The Postal Service delivers a billion pieces of mail every day for Christmas. They, they should be able to handle this. But that was long before uh, Trump and his uh, henchman, Louis DeJoy, the Postmaster General, figured out a way to completely screw up the Postal Service. 270 years of, of uh, nothing will stop us except a dictator. So, yeah, you don't want to be messing around with that now if, if you don't have to. And um, Early voting in the U.S. has hit yeah. 51% of the 2016 total, according yeah, which, to the Washington Post. That I mean, happened just today. Right. And th- that, that's really impressive. And, and that really shrinks if you think that Trump's rallies have any effectiveness. I don't think they have any effectiveness. I think that they are backfiring rallies because they are living, breathing commercials for how irresponsible Donald Trump is, how he doesn't care about anybody except himself, how he's into just being bathed in applause by mm-hmm. people all over the place. People, you know, at the beginning of almost every rally within about the first two minutes, they get a chant going of, we love you, we love you. And he stops and he enjoys it. It's the greatest moment of his day. Each time that happens, I mean, it's it's really, really creepy. It, it, it's real. It is. It's just creepy. And, um, you know, we're going to see which approach works, because the discipline that the Democrats have shown with these drive in rallies and whether it's Joe Biden doing it or or Barack Obama doing it, uh, I, I have an asshole on my Facebook feed yeah i mean he's just a he he he's a troll there's one on uh, our he, there's one on our youtube live right now right we have them all over the place but a guy put up a thing yesterday and he made sure i saw it and he said barack obama campaigning for joe biden i thought biden had it in the bag okay so this is like the, the idea that that, 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 that that's a that's a weakness that's to have obama Right. I mean, it, 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 this is what they're down to. It's like okay. Washington. That's like when Washington played the Dallas Cowboys. Washington throwing the football. I thought the Cowboys sucked. Well, well they do, but you still throw the football and beat their ass. That's right. dumb as shit, dude. And, and the, the idea that Joe Biden has a bench full of people who speak on behalf of him, including uh, President Obama, including uh, Kamala Harris, who is uh, just a slight bit more dynamic than Mike Pence. Mike Pence came to Greensboro on Tuesday, and he was at the airport. They got about uh, 200 people there, and about uh, 12 of them had to be revived. They had to be they had to slap them awake because they fell asleep. Because that was nothing Pence compared to, to Trump's rally in Omaha, where, he, where old people nearly froze to death out in the parking lots. That was that disgusting or what? Well, but th- isn't that? Uh, I'm, I'm looking at that story here right now. Um, 
hundreds of fans were stranded as shuttle buses couldn't reach right. them to go right. back to the parking lot. And in the uh, uh, event, the Omaha Police Department was warning that the parking was maxed out and the shuttles wouldn't be. You would, okay. But it's it's perfectly emblematic of Trump and it being all about him. He doesn't care. He flies in somewhere. And not only does he not give a shit about how people get there, whether they're going to be safe, whether they're wearing masks, whether they're going to uh, all catch the virus. He wouldn't care if 7,000 people tested positive next week or it around. He wouldn't say a word about it. He wouldn't acknowledge it. Um, but to have probably largely older people, most vulnerable so brainwashed as to risk their own lives to go see him in 32 degree weather in Omaha in November and then screw them over by not making the kind of logistical plans that have to be made when you have a large gathering. Didn't we learn this at Woodstock? Didn't we? Didn't we I learn thought we did. Right, right. It's been, it's been 50 th- years since did. that. We, we thought we had that learned is, is emblematic of everything uh, about Trump. And I think that every one of these rallies, I wish he would do 10 a day because they advertise just how he doesn't give a shit about anyone in this country except himself. But to make it worse, at each rally now, he insults the people that, yeah, really, I, I'm not coming back here again if I don't win. I'll, I'm never coming to Des Moines again. You'll never see me in Omaha again if, if I don't win. You better get out there and, and text seven people and make sure they get to the point. You know, it's like, Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. It is. It's exactly Fuck like you that. for coming to see me. You are the dumbest ass moron piece of shit. Well, is he wrong? I mean, right. <laughs> I mean and, and, and like nobody can say to this campaign, you know, you might be killing a couple of these people that might be wanting to vote for you in a few days. You might put them in the hospital. And when they're in the hospital, they will not be able to vote for you. I, I can't believe that no one has been able to make that connection. Well, but but this the, campaign. well, now he can say, look, we're so close to the election that uh, even if they catch it, they probably won't show symptoms till after the election. So now I double don't care. Okay. <laughs> He's already crossed. I want all of my line. people to, I want all of my people to get infected and go cough on a Biden supporter when they go to the polls. Just, go, <laughs> just start doing that and just try to kill off the Biden supporters. So at least if Biden wins, the people that voted for him will die. Oh, maybe well, that's we, the great We have a a brother sister fight over oh, no. Trump here. This is oh, a good no. one. And and this is out of Omaha. Uh, we have a 52-year-old male Donald Trump supporter. He was looking outside of his window. His sister pulled up and yanked the Trump Pence magnet off of his car and drove oh, off. Jesus! So he calls the cops and says, my sister is a, a Trump hater and she stole my magnet. Okay. Um, the The sister, who's 49, says that her brother's completely brainwashed with Trump stuff, and she took off the magnet because she was afraid it could spur people to damage the house. Uh, The brother then declined to press charges. So this really isn't a story, but it's just, it's again, it's probably emblematic of all kinds of things going on all over the country right now. But I'm happy to tell you that my my Biden-Paris yard sign, untouched, and, and so is the one across the street at Jerry's house. We Both of them? 
untouched. And I, and I, I guess I'm, I only go out about two or three times a week. Right. I, seen any, I still haven't seen any Trump signs. Well, if anybody tries to approach yours, the dog would go nuts. The dog would immediately start alerting you that somebody's trying to yeah. harm your sign. Yeah, so you got, you got a built in protection on that thing. That's true. That's I'm seeing several articles now about pandemic fatigue. No, that's old. We've seen well, that. there's We've a, there's, but there's a fair, there's a new public, uh, there's a new uh, study or a new paper that's been published by some folks from the University of California, San Francisco. It's Alyssa, Alyssa Espel, and she has, uh, she is a professor in the Department of Psychiatry and Behavioral Sciences, and it's called Combating Pandemic Fatigue. How are you combating th- uh, pandemic fatigue, Brad? Are you going to Trump rallies so you can see some of your friends? You know, <laughs> this is the sad part. This, at some level, is an indicator that Osama bin Laden was right, okay? Because he used to say that about the United States. And remember that whole strong horse, weak horse? I do remember thing this. thing he yeah. used to say? Yeah. You know, he lived in a part of the world where people had to put up with all kinds of crap all the now. Now, he was rich. And, and oh, yeah, you didn't have was. to worry about money. But rich family, richest family in Saudi Arabia and the rest of that. But the perception around the world by a lot of countries of Americans is they're lazy, they're fat. Soft. They're soft. Yeah. And uh, any image of us being reminiscent of the greatest generation where when it was all on the line, we volunteered for the armed services. We fought the Nazis and the Japanese and whatever it took. And we sacrificed and we grew vegetable gardens and, and the rest. Although I think if you read closely about what went on during World War II, there was a lot of war fatigue. There was a lot of restrictions fatigue back then. We're mm-hmm. tired of being told we can't buy hamburger. We're I'd like to eat meat. We're tired of being told we can't drive. That's right. But But in the end... The difference probably was, are you ready? Are you sitting down? Okay. Got your, got your hands ready. on them? Sure. There was leadership. From there was the leadership. Top. There was some of the best okay. leadership in American history that America has ever we, had. We, right. we, we have the number one virus fatigue president <laughs> leading the charge, telling people that they not only don't have to believe it's real, don't have to believe it's contagious, don't have to do anything except send their kids back to school, open up your state's governors. Everything needs to be back to normal. And by the way, for most of us, normal is what it was, oh, about four years ago before the last election. Normal is not what it was in January or February of this year. We don't want to get back to that. We want to get back to a state of nature before Donald Trump was the president at all. Okay, we don't want to get back to the way the United States was when Donald Trump was just the asshole president screwing everything else up and we hadn't heard of the virus. Okay, and the virus is just the the culmination of of all this. Uh, So that's another one of his stock lines that he's running around. We just want to get back to normal. You can't get back to normal until. We mitigate this virus as best as possible and or a vaccine comes along and we, we can turn this ship around. This is going to happen. All of the smart people, all of the smart doctors. And by the way, are you up with the Jared Kushner tapes? 
that have been put out by Bob yeah. Woodward today. Yeah. All right. Jared is the gift that keeps on giving. He truly Jared is. Kushner. And by the way, uh, uh, if you you haven't heard these yet, uh, they'll they'll be everywhere except on Fox News. They'll be uh, everywhere. Today. We can't verify those. Now that laptop with Hunter Biden shit on it, that's completely verifiable. Right. But this, right. we, we can't be sure of the source on this. Right, right. In addition to the fact that it makes our boy look bad. Of course. Um, but uh, the, the, the Jared Kushner tapes, which just indicate that they considered Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, uh, Dr. Redfield, Dr. Stephen Hahn of the CDC, that they were the enemy. They were the enemy, and Donald Trump was going to wrest control of this virus from them back in in February and March because they were already starting to say things that were going to cost Donald Trump re-election. This is a story from CNN. Jared Kushner boasted in mid-April about how the president cut out the doctors and scientists advising him on the unfolding coronavirus pandemic. Comments that came as more than 40,000 Americans already died from the virus, which was ravaging in New York. Bert, let me ask you this. Do you think yeah. that that story getting out right now as people are are voting and uh, many more will vote next Tuesday? Do you think that that helps Donald Trump? I hope not. Get, do you think that's going to uh, turn around the suburban women who are supposed to love him because they said that back then? This this is killer stuff. And um, uh, for those people and probably hardly any of them are are watching us or listening to us who think that the uh, October surprise can only come from one direction, the, uh, the right wing Trump, uh, Hillary's emails, uh, James Comey, and now this, uh, Blikovich guy and, uh, Hunter Biden that, uh, well, guess what? This is an October surprise courtesy of Bob Woodward because he could have put out these Kushner tapes weeks ago but they're very very effective now and bob woodward doesn't hide his disdain for donald trump um but that's well, that just becomes the way the, it goes yeah. doesn't that become that, the story now on, on the sean hannity show why is bob let, woodward putting these tapes out now let, let him let him say it let him say it in a world where they're trying to push a completely false story a story with no legs a story with no legitimacy to it they have a lot of nerve that uh, and by the way, a a a president who was elected because of the selective leaking of of uh, of information about Hillary Clinton and John Podesta's emails four years ago, they got a lot of nerve complaining that it's not fair that Bob <laughs> right. Woodward put out actual audio. T- recordings of of jared kushner saying the kind of things that are abhorrent whether they were released a month ago three months ago or or six months ago now they got no standing and you are right though the issue will be why are they coming out now too bad well this just shows that bob woodward is a biased journalist he is not a a journalist at all he's biased it it really bothers them when the uh the other team plays the game better than they are (laughs) really bugs them doesn't it which doesn't happen often, but sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. The quote from the tapes, there were three phases, Jared says. There's the panic phase, the pain phase, and the comeback phase. I do believe that last night symbolized the kind of beginning of the comeback phase. That doesn't mean that there's still not a lot of pain and there won't be pain for a while. 
But that basically was now we put the rules out to get the company, the country open again. That's from mid-April. The statement reflected a political strategy. Instead of following the health experts' advice, Trump and Kushner were focused on what would help the president on Election Day. By their calculations, Trump would be the open-up president. And that's what they've tried to be certainly for months uh, coming up. Hey, Joe Biden wants to close the country down. We want to open it up. And we meanwhile, we had I, I think we had half a million new cases last week, which I think was a new record. Nobody's buying it. No, no, we, nobody's we can't buying. get to phase two. We can't even start to get to phase two. We're because phase one is kicking our ass still. There's we can't even make it to the encore. They're still doing Hotel California. It's gone 30 minutes now. We can't we can't possibly get to an encore at this point. And, and the the sad part of this, and it really is sad, is that it would not have been difficult at all for a normal person, and Trump's not normal, but for a normal president, any of the previous 44, and certainly, hopefully, the one that's replacing 45, to have said back in that time frame in March and April that what the scientists and what the doctors are saying is advice that we should all be following. And it's going to be tough. It's going to be terrible for the next few months. But on the other side of that, we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity. So if we all pull together, you know, you know, all the right things that could have been said. And, And not only did he not say those things, he said the opposite of them. He falsely promised. He over promised and under delivered. And he set these ridiculous uh, benchmarks. You know, remember, everybody's going to be back in church by Easter. Of course, he didn't realize that meant Easter 2021, (laughs) maybe 2022. 2024. Right. He meant uh, last Easter. And that was never going to happen. And uh, then he set all these these other unattainable uh, lines. And everybody should be back in school. No, you, you can't do that. You, you you can't do that, especially if you haven't provided at least rational guidelines for everybody to try to follow. And then you say, all right, everybody that's, that's followed these as well as possible. If you think you can open up your schools, go ahead. But that's a lot different from open up your damn schools, uh, liberate Michigan, all of those things. Uh, so, you know, he, he doesn't have a leg to stand on. All he's left to do is uh, run around the country and lie by the way last night the omaha the omaha appearance um, was only on c-span he didn't get but c-span one not c-span five so yeah yeah but it's it still doesn't matter if 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 hannity has two million viewers c-span has a hundred thousand okay perhaps yeah you might be right about that and it doesn't and and remember you, you really have to be a diehard uh to to leave Fox News four days before the election and watch C-SPAN. And we think that's going to change a vote. No. Is the Trafalgar group known as being pro-Republican? Are they like Rasmussen? Have you ever heard of the, uh, the Trafalgar I think so. group? I'm pretty Cause sure. Because I'm, I'm looking at the. This is, is, Trump, is, Trump, is Trump picked out one poll to keep saying is the. He, uh, I think the he's group? part of that. But I'm looking now at the real clear politics with the summation of the latest polls. So ABC Washington Post has Biden up by 17 in Wisconsin. Right. Uh, yeah, that, that that seems a bit ex- out. All right. Well, out which one which one seems better to you? The Trafalgar poll, maybe a Biden plus one. So he's either up by 17 or by one in Wisconsin. Well, 
I would, I would, I would add those two up, and that puts Biden up by nine. Nine. There you go. That's, Seventeen that's plus one divided by two is nine. What? Any other polls besides Michigan, those two? We got Michigan. Um, the New York Times Siena poll has Biden plus eight, and ABC News Washington poll has Biden plus seven in Michigan. So those are very similar. And Michigan does seem to be. It seems like the Trump campaign at least has declared Michigan a lost cause. Right? He, they're not doing anything in Michigan. I, they're pulling out. I get it, but I don't care. And I, I don't I don't consider any of these states lockdown states that's yet. That's the only reason I read these polls is to piss you off because you want well, to disregard, you need well, to disregard well, have you should, should Joe Biden just not go to those states? I don't should think he do he what Hillary should what should, she do because he got him locked down like Hillary just call it, did? A, day. Just call it yeah. a day. Go back right. to the basement. <laughs> that, that, that's the point. That's the point. And, uh, and by the way, they're they're not they're not not going there. Okay. So uh, in North Carolina, this is a Republican poll from Civitas, Biden plus one. Yeah. They're, they're, that's a that's a Republican poll, and it's got Biden up by one in North Carolina. Well, so but the margin of error is probably three or four, so it's a tie. It's it's sure a it is. It's going to be it's going to be fifty fifty. Georgia, this is a Monmouth poll. It's Biden plus four in Georgia. I mean, these are this is a these big deal, all, right? These are the 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 trend. Jeez. The trend feels like a continuation of twenty eighteen. Okay, the last I think that's where. Trump's fantasy, his insanity, his his melting down mentally in thinking that he can recreate the exact same situation as 2016 is so warped because he acts as if there was not already an electoral repudiation of him in this country. It already happened. And and. So you had this this massive shift that caused, what, about 30 seats in the suburbs of America. That's where most of the changes happen to moderate Democrats, mostly. And then there's AOC and, and a few uh, super progressives. AOC most, plus three. Right. Most of the, 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 the other Democrats who were elected around the country in what were Republican districts and caused the Democrats to control the House and Nancy Pelosi to be the speaker, not Paul Ryan anymore. No, he went home. Uh, he went home. He gave it up. Who was the speaker after Paul Ryan before? Who Who was who in between those? That's how that's how crazy this is. We can't even remember because there was somebody who did it for about a minute. From right? Paul, Paul Ryan before Pelosi? Yeah, from Paul. Yeah, just look up Speaker of the House and see see who was there. Because uh, I, 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 Paul Ryan didn't he quit before the term was up? Didn't he throw in the towel before it was over? No, I think he he, he, he just was, decided not to run, huh? That's what it was. Yeah, he, he, okay. he, handed, he handed off the gavel to her. All right, all right. Well, so there you uh, go. The uh, the cue card guy is going to get fired for putting that up there in front of me. For, for so you need to get. By the way, you need to see the Sarah Cooper special on Netflix. I, well, I've already seen her now on like three shows, right? Hi- hyping it. Is there anything more irritating than, than than when the same person is a guest on every damn show you're watching? You just, and oh, I hate that. I it's, just hate how that. about this for your first comedy special? You have guest stars like Helen Mirren, John Hamm, Maya Rudolph, Fred Armiston, Winona Ryder, and Marissa Tomei. It's your first special ever on Netflix, and you have all of those people as guest stars. Wait, wait, no Bob Hope. No, Bob. Bob Hope did not make ready. How about that? Oh, wow! But she, I, you know, she ought to uh, lip sync Bob Hope. Oh, that would be good. Funny if she did that. The 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 piece, and you may have already seen it, the, where they recreate the Billy Bush tape about grabbing the pussy. 
I've heard you talk about it, but I haven't haven't seen it. It's art, Brad. It is absolute freaking art what they do with that. I have to say, it's it's really fantastic. You should go watch that right now. Brad and Brit.com.